Welcome back to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empower you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I'm Francine Belay, your host, and I'm super thrilled to bring you stories, inspiration, strategies to get more meaning in your work and in your life, make more money and be part of a movement to change the world. I am on a mission to help entrepreneurs and leaders to become leading voices in their field by leveraging what makes them unique to attract their ideal customers and make a bigger impact in their world. So, I want you to experience success in your business and also live your best life now. So today I'm featuring the Dealmaker Profile, the fourth profile of the eight Wealth Dynamics Profiles. Dealmakers are strong in blaze and tempo energy. So they are down to earth. They have a strong sense of timing and loyalty and always make sure everyone is okay. So dealmakers are the best peacemakers. Don't expect them to go out cold calling as they thrive on building their relationship, the relationship they already have. In fact, they are best when connecting people and ideas together for everybody's benefit. So famous dealmakers include Rupert Murdoch and Susan Wojcicki from YouTube. Well, today I have the great pleasure to welcome Gabriel Uribe. He is a conscious leader and a wealth culter. He's a business coach and uh, actually a profiling wise, he is a supporter, but also with a strong arm of dealmaker. And he's going to explain how he used his profile as a dealmaker in this episode as well to actually get in flow. So he served business uh, owners to recognize their greatness and act accordingly. Hi, Gabriel. Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. And it's a it's a great experience to be international <laughs> again. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know that you always uh, do uh, your podcast yourself in Spanish. So that will be a great, uh, you know, um, experience for you to, to do that in English. Myself, I do speak French. So that, you know, I do all my podcasts in English. So I know how difficult and challenging that can be. <laughs> So let's crack on. So tell us in your own words what you currently do. I help uh, business owners to break their glass ceiling uh, beliefs and start raising up their their consciousness uh, of wealth. This means that most of my clients, they have arrived to a certain point of uh, wealth creation but they have this feeling of knowing that they, have, they can give more, their business can be, uh, get big, bigger, uh, but they don't want to exchange it uh, w uh, with time. So I help them to become more, more conscious about their own wealth and how they can be more productive or grow their business uh, without second, second-hand effects. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and 
And most of the time, like one of the big things, at least here in Mexico or in Latin America, I, I have found that we have never been challenged or at least a lot of my clients haven't, haven't been challenged of to become the best or, or of, in their industry or the best in their, their most thinking, thinkable way. And when you start asking them, like I started some of my, uh, my sessions with, uh, with this quote of Abraham Maslow that, that they say that people say that when he started their, their groups, he always asked who's going to be the next uh, Nobel Prize or who's going to be the next president. Because nobody raised their hand. He said, well, if, if it's not you, then who? <laughs> and when you start asking people what's their definition of greatness, people are start not ha- like at the beginning not having a definition and then start putting a definition that, that implies more impact in the world or more time with their family or more wealth. And most of the time, my clients, they have managed to create some of the, the wealth uh, monetary-wise, but they are always looking for more uh, personal wealth. So start developing some of their skills as better leaders. They can delegate, they can uh, grow their consciousness to, 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 a, new, to a new point of, of view. And do it by one-on-one coaching or group coaching as a a mastermind group that I that I run. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. Yes. So understanding that um, you know people might have reached that certain level of wealth, but monetary actually financial um, mm. wealth, and then there is other types of wealth as well, so that they can add to be much more like fulfilled um, and um, you know go to the next level. So that's great. So tell me if I follow you um, day on your, any day, any given day. What would I see? What a day in life with you will look like? Let's say that I'm a small fly following you around when you wake up <laughs> till when you go to bed. What <laughs> will that be saying, actually? How do you spend your day? Uh, well, most of the time I wake up at, at 5 o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. I, I do meditation with mm-hmm. some of visualizations. Uh, depending on, on the day, but probably I, I go out and do... Uh, 5k uh, and then get up here start uh, doing a the breakfast for my kids mm-hmm. probably I do I I will make me and myself a tea or and a green uh, vegetable mm-hmm. juice and I when I go with my to drop my kids to school around seven o'clock in the morning and then I start uh, depending on, on the day of the week but if Probably if it's Monday, I will arrive to my to my office and start re- uh, reviewing my 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 financial like wh- who's <laughs> who's going to pay who's uh, like what are the invoices and look into to the cash flow issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tuesdays, I do more uh, a creative side of, of myself. So I do all I program all the. Uh, phrases or the thing that I there are going to go in the web and probably I prepare my my podcast on Wednesday it's more of going to to see the the my clients to meet up with new clients new prospects 
and uh, on Thursdays more or less the same because it's uh, it's it's the blaze day and mm-hmm. it's always and on on Thursday afternoon I go to to a, a men's circle that is more for for becoming aware of the masculinity and 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 be more centered with 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 myself and I do a tempo side on Friday just to think about service um, serving more of my clients and serving more like uh, having a better experience and around two o'clock in the afternoon of, of my of my Fridays I pick up my kids from school and I spend the afternoon with them and that's super you have yeah. a rhythm to your uh, to your week like Michelle actually Michelle Clark also tell me about how she structured her week actually and uh, you know make sure that you know she has the still day on Monday to make sure that all the money are taken care of and all those things up to her place time so it's great to have this kind of um, way that you structure your week actually so you have the, the right flow and then you don't get distracted of mixing everything together and it, it, it's it's hard i have been using this this uh, <laughs> this rhythm uh like uh like for a couple of years mm-hmm. and sometimes you get distracted and because i love so much to meet with clients like sometimes is uh it's wow but somebody is asking me to meet on monday what what, what can i see him so it's it's just knowing and having uh, more, more sense of confidence of saying, "Hey, uh, my this is honoring my time on Monday to do this will make me a better coach for him on on Wednesday." Yeah. <laughs> and, yes, I get that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and and also it's uh, when you have a structure, you can uh, you can manage the the exceptions. But when you don't have a, uh, an, a structure, you are your 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 ex- exceptions are the managing part. Like it's uh, you don't manage any exceptions because everything is an exception. So it's it's better it's better to, to say okay, yeah, I will see this client on Monday, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get what you say. Having a structure doesn't mean that it has to be very unflexible. So you can still, you know, have the structure, but make some exception whenever you need, uh, rather than just going along, you know, as you go and uh, not yeah. having a structure. Yeah, I definitely get that. So am I intrigued about your men's club and your masculinity club? What do you do there? Well, <laughs> and that's the secret. <laughs> we just put caps on. Just tell me, I won't tell. Okay, I won't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> uh, well, we, we they, they invited me as uh, we are actually we literally sit on, on a circle and a friend of mine facilitates the process and it's uh, talking about. Uh, uh, our sense of masculinity that like what's the the sense the real sense of a man about the masculinity in these days and we drink tea and we start uh sharing each other's like uh themes that we have in that like probably last week we, i was i was uh, a friend of mine i was i was putting together a like 
what happened in my in my in my week and it was a, a process of financial difficulty with uh, with some uh, some process that I was uh, I was doing in in, in the bank uh, I'm getting a loan for for uh, remodeling my house and so like all my frustration I was like oh yeah I felt frustration because of this 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 and the circle just takes it and and mirror it to, to you and say well I feel this uh, I when you were talking I feel that and so sometimes it's a great feedback to to hear from another man that mm. doesn't have any agenda to tell you yeah nice to hear you but you're being a uh, you're you're being all mushy and 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 just man up and you're like whoa and and the other one is saying yeah i understand totally uh, and i have lived this 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 and this scares me as much as you so feeling that both sides of of the on a, of the male energy mm. uh, it's it's lovely and 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 hearing about how to deal with uh, violence or how to deal with uh, with the, your own frustrations and and that's like be more comfortable of being a man in this in this area like it's like sometimes it's it's confusing as I grew up, my father was my father, and he went uh, as a hunter to just <laughs> build a, bi a business and, and everything, and that was pretty much it. And and sometimes, uh, like as a more conscious uh, man, I I I want to spend time with my kids. I want to be more conscious uh, of who they are and and be with with them. And sometimes, like. It make it gets mixed up. Uh, I think uh, the roles of of the male or the female, and just to be clear, that there are no roles actually. There are just uh, evolving positions and be part of. Okay, I don't like for here in Mexico. It's more very common to say yes, as a man, I help in the house, but not a, no. It's it's not a it's, it's not helping. It's uh, it's a part of your role. It's part of. A, of the, the play that the the obligations that you have in your home is like saying yeah i'm going to be a, a nanny for my kids today no 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 you're the father and you're staying home with them to mm. take care of them so mm. Mm. just exploring that those ideas and and because in mexico it's like the cultural base is very uh, uh machistic yeah macho yeah and uh, but actually, it's, it's not the way that I that I want to create, and and I, I think this helps me a lot with my with my clients to be clear of their own definition of of wealth, because it's uh, it's very in a in a business setting, normal business setting, is very common to to go to the to the male energy as okay yeah i need to work 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 yeah i need to provide right now and 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 if you hear like in the 80s most of the literature of of business it's it was built on bellic or or war uh, terms like let's conquer the the competition let's do this uh, let's do that let's uh, uh, finish up with a with a with a market let's conquer the market so it's very male oriented 
that male energy he has made some of the big issues that we have uh, right now in the planet, like global warming and and, and uh, ecological disasters, because of this unconsciousness of saying, "Okay, let's let's do this," but we don't need to burn all, all the all the forests for our paper. Like we can do it differently, mm-hmm. and I think that that's. Uh, we all have the, the male and the female mask, uh, energy, but sometimes just the, the whole consciousness of the society uh, just <laughs> overcomes us. And <laughs> yeah, that's super. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear, learn more about this masculine club. But I was wondering, is that important that you are just between yourself as men only and not with any women to discuss those things? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, actually, the little I know about those those uh, those circles, most of the time there are uh, there are circle, circles that are they're called intimacy, male intimacy. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's built to create that intimacy and 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 be a vulnerable and be allowed to express all whatever you want uh, as a man. Mm. Uh, uh, but we have bring uh, we have invited women to 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 give us their their point of view, mm. uh, and and it has been very organic. Like sometimes uh, one day uh, we were in the middle of we were starting the circle, and and then one of the one of the managers of of, of one of the guys that he was there. Uh, arrived to to give to just to give something to to the to his boss and to her boss and 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 he said hey you want to join us and she said well am i allowed <laughs> yeah of course and and it was a lovely it was a very interesting perspective to hear from a woman their point of view so so it's 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 a the basic the basic is only men mm. but we're pretty open to, mm. to okay if, if i want to come i'm open I'm, I'm i'm more than welcome to come <laughs> but, yes but yes, the, yes. the principle <laughs> is that okay so tell me now actually how did you end up doing what you are doing today yeah well i uh, as i tell you it's um uh, i i i'm licensed in in business in in labor law i'm a lawyer mm-hmm. and while i was doing uh, a job there i I, I was my job was to to be the lawyer of a company, mm-hmm. uh, several companies, and one of my my jobs was to fire people. What, uh, and one time I saw that the problem that they were having it will it would be very easily prevented with more more communication or more uh, managing skills. So, so that gave me a little bit of of a story. And well, I went out to Spain to study, and I went back to Mexico to start working with a with a with my family for a construction firm. And I started two businesses. I bankruptcy those businesses successfully, <laughs> and it was it was it was very painful. It was very yeah. painful to know that that. I had a privileged uh, education that I had a 
like the connections and, and everything to, be, to to open those two businesses, and I couldn't make it. So, uh, and at, at that time, I was uh, I was very miserable in the in the in the work that I was doing because it, we didn't share the visions. That much pain that I had, if like like one of the big insights, if I could help business owners to save just a little bit of the pain that I was having, like that would, that would make uh, worth it, what I was doing. So I started learning about coaching and I returned to consulting that I was doing before uh, what I, well, I was studying in Barcelona. And I fell in love with coaching and that's uh, why I, I started. I started doing consultants in human, strategic human resources uh, planning that it was something very a nice name to just do consulting in human resources when I, one of the things that I start looking at when, what happened is is to start when I was creating a new client and building a new relationship with a client probably I started the consulting part but always I always start making the the transaction of doing a I'm going to add up some uh, hours of coaching. And that was like my kind of deal maker going there like, okay, yeah, I will give you this for free. <laughs> and, and I started realizing that when you start work, like the difference between just consulting and consulting with coaching, I start looking at a, a differential with my, with my clients, like the, clients that I interview it like interviewing with the coaching they their process was very um, smoothly it was uh, uh, with better results so I, I fell in love with, with that and, and I felt more fulfilling uh, in that part okay so that is really fantastic and awesome insight tell me which job did you want to do when you were kids can you remember uh, like the first, the first uh, thing that came to my mind it was uh, uh, environmental, uh, like biological scientists in, in the ocean. But <laughs> to the to the second one, it was uh, to become a teacher. Becoming a coach, uh, it's kind of giving classes and seminars. So I just needed to to create a model that that it can give me to create wealth. That's great, actually. Really tie up your um, background or your thoughts when you were kids of really teaching and not what you are doing is great. So actually, you actually find your, your flow, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, actually, um, you know, now let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, your wealth dynamic profile, you, which is some supporter with a strong deal maker. Can you tell me when you actually, how do you use that size as a deal maker to really make sure that you actually, um, you know, stay in flow into what you are doing? I love to, to we with, with my play side and, and the supporter and the supporter. I really keep on in contact with a lot of people and, and really, and I see that a lot of, like, I know that for a fact that a lot of people are great, more, better coaches than me because they probably have more background or, or they have a study more. But one of the things that I really love to do in my coaching is 
after we do the session and, and we go deep and, and we do the transformational part, whatever. And I do the deal maker part because that that will be an add up to a to a to a to a client because it's they don't know what I, who I know <laughs> and they don't know the because I because I have the this deal maker part that I can be very tempo wise and very structural and, and download the information that they're giving have this part of okay I can put you in contact with this person that it's uh, looking for the same clients that you're looking for mm -hmm. or you and this other client they can they are complement and they can and you can do a better uh, proposal together so i i try to do to become more of of this uh, kind of a um, uh getting together people and, and, and make, making a, a marriage arrangements. And, and I, I believe that that's a big differential in my coaching sessions because it's, uh, it's not only the, the part of, of coaching uh, the, the person, but also putting them in contact with other persons that can help them reach their goals yeah that's just awesome yes to see actually how you actually are able not only to add the extra value to your coaching as um you know supporting them but again you know to get to the next level so they they can leverage as well they can connect with other people so um tell me um when did you actually realize who you are and what you're meant to do in life if such things has happened <laughs> it was a saturday uh, I was feeling very lonely, very like hangover, and I didn't have one drink. <laughs> and in the back of my head, I was hearing the the bouncing of the door of the closure of my second business. And because I was the, the, on Friday, I closed that. So I was around my 30s, and it was awful. It was awful, and in the background of uh, of, of my department, it was uh, I put the the, the, the DVD, <laughs> and and I was listening to the well. I was in the in the TV. It was uh, it was this movie of uh, Coach Carter with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and at that moment, I just realized I just heard from the first time, even if I saw that movie more than a hundred times i heard it from the first time that marianne williams poem that our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure and that actually i hear it for the first time and that just it was just hit me and with that information i just pinpointed that said hey i'm 30 i have been privileged in education i have been uh, uh, <laughs> i'm good looking like what happened in here uh, that i cannot make money <laughs> and with all my ego there and i say well maybe this is the opportunity to help others to become successful because it's not only the education is what you do with it and if i can it was so painful that if i could just save them a little bit of this pain it will worth having and after that just uh, allowing myself to serve 
to business owners. And now it's more looking at the business owners to tell them that if we don't act accordingly with our greatness, it's, uh, it's, it will be very frustrating. And if we act accordingly to our greatness, we are honoring our, our, the ancestors that had walked in this continent. That's beautiful. That's, so, that's a really powerful moment, actually, which you can recall with such precision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very painful. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can tell. I can tell how painful it was and it imprinted that pain in you and you can vividly recall that today. So tell me, what did you struggle the most with in life? My confidence. I, I think that's like uh, like like the 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 imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> We all know that. <laughs> that you don't feel that you're 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 you're, you're as good as they the, the people say that you are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so how do you overcome that though? When you struggle with the imposter stranger, what's your your tips of your technique to overcome that? <laughs> how do you deal with that? Uh, I have several of like I just. Uh, now I, I I hear the voice and uh, mm. sometimes the voices and <laughs> I have like one that I that that I build on with with a friend of mine that is like okay when you're hearing the voice I, like you're not that good like blah 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 mm-hmm. and just turn around see it and salute it and say thank you but <laughs> <laughs> and 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 just just be aware of what's what I have heard like. That's that is a warning. That it's trying to warn you from something that is valuable. Mm. So just be aware of what's what's what is guarding and what's uh, what's a person like this voice is guarding you from, mm. and just allow it to see. Okay, thank you. That I'm not uh, the, if if this client that I'm doing a proposal for is say, will say no. Well, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. Thank mm. you for, for protecting yeah. me. So just be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And the other part, it's, uh, it's I learned it from, from, from a spiritual perspective of, of the Kabbalah. And, and there was a phrase in, in a book that says, you will always, always have the tools that you need for the situation that you're right, uh, that you're you are in, yes. you're in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other one, it's uh, <laughs> it's doing a promotion plan, like keep on track of what you say that you're going to do, and then after that, you will have the time to to drop yourself of consciousness out of the consciousness ladder to be a little bit. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> if that, just do whatever you say that you were going to yeah. do, and then you will have time to yeah. do it anyway. <laughs> and then you'll deal with the voice later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. So tell me, how would you say that your childhood has prepared you to be who you are today? That I have been very privileged and learning to be very like that I I'm in a position of privilege in my country that the platform that my family put me into uh, it's a I could say it's like a commitment but no it's it, it was like a, it's a gift so I can be more influence for 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 others and I can spark a light to shine to to put it in in a in a better in a better position like it's if you have a, a candle and you put it in the floor, it will only spread the light around the floor. But if you put it in a higher uh, position, mm. it will it will 
it will light up more of the room. Mm, and yes. yeah. And, yeah. And actually, I call it sometimes the middle class syndrome. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I don't have this struggling story of, okay, I came out from poverty and so I struggle and, and I needed to overcome because my dad abandoned me. Or, no, no, my dad was a pretty <laughs> good guy. And, <laughs> and my mother was a lovely woman, is a lovely woman. And, and, and I, I'm highly educated. But just to realize that I have that privilege and I, I, if I choose to grow it, it's, it's an amazing. Going out from, from a comfort zone that is not painful, sometimes it's harder, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, just on that, actually, um, you know, you, of course, you know, don't have this kind of rag to story or abandon or poor kind of uh, thing that you can rise from to get to this really big, amazing state. Uh, but um, in your life, uh, can you think of one toughest moment that you have, perhaps, other than perhaps closing your two or successfully <laughs> bankrupting your two businesses. Um, but what would you say is one of the toughest moments you had in your life and the lessons actually that you've learned from that? It's a, it's a recent, uh, recently like, and going with probably, it would be going with the, with the interviews. Mm-hmm. One of the toughest moments uh, that I have just a couple of months ago, it was, uh, I was in Los Angeles. Uh, I was it, Two weeks before, before the entrepreneurial fast track, it was the first time that I was doing like a 200, uh, 200 person event, and and I was in Los Angeles looking to to with Roger Hamilton teams, and this person, like uh, the logistic uh, person, just told me, "Hey, we need this and this and this and this and this," and I was overwhelmed, yeah, because like so I was so afraid for failure. And and it was in two weeks the, the process and and I didn't have like twenty one people from my staff so I was I was literally I was like like I started getting pale and actually <laughs> the logistics person was like she she told me hey I don't want to make make you afraid don't worry I'm afraid right now just <laughs> keep going and leveraging on my deal maker part and my like my blaze part and my tempo part and say, okay, who can help me do this? Mm-hmm. Who can I call that it will be joyful to help? And when I just connected with that, I was, I just, I was in flow. Mm-hmm. I, I was so in flow that I had to tell like five to 10 people that I didn't need them at the event <laughs> because I started <laughs> texting a lot of people and, and and that was that was a like that was a critical moment because I felt that when I connected with my flow, everything was was uh, was was perfect. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good uh, example of yes, okay, you know, when you 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 have to be resourceful even in in any kind of given situation to really um, look beyond that situation, actually. So now let's talk about money. So um, when I ask this question, the idea is that sometimes people actually do what they love, but do not get paid well for it, or other pay, you know, are getting paid quite a lot of money, but do not really love what they are doing. So my question is then, how can we do both what we love and get paid well for it? 
uh, be willing to get paid what you what you love for like and this is to 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 think like the first one it's be clear on your own uh successful like formula and mm. what would like how much money is is it's enough and uh, so do your 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 budget and say okay this is the amount of money that i need uh, not for survival just to have a living and then like if you're doing uh, like something like coaching or services and like, and do the math, okay, how much money do I need and how much clients do I need to serve uh, in order to get this and, and just make a plan to, to do it. Uh, and, and, and don't fall in love with your own fees, yeah? the, your, your own criteria of, of success in a monetary way. Just keep on keep on going uh, after you okay if i ask for uh $25,000 fee for uh, coaching and nobody's paying me uh, and i have asked 10 people probably try to do $5,000 and and do a smaller program and just be testing that part i truly believe that it's better to get pay a little bit less for for what you love that a lot for what you don't love mm. yeah <laughs> because when you really get paid for what you love you just need to adjust a little bit the model and and just you just need to have the right conversation with the right person or the right uh, avatar or the right customer and so it's uh, like i started coaching people for less than 60 like there, yeah, less than than thirty dollars per session. So, but I but I love the, 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 the spending time there. Like, I was I was thinking, oh yeah, I I can get paid for for drinking the coffee with someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 that that part. I, I I believe that that's the the, the better. Well, that was how. I have been go doing my 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 career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. So now let's talk about movement. So which movement are you leading or are you part of? The entrepreneur movement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the conscious wealth uh, movement. It's uh, it's something that I that I really uh, with uh, that it's uh, with Fred Kaufman. This conscious leadership. And conscious capitalism—it's something that I that I'm very into, and and that also rise me with a with a, the new conscious of maleness, yeah, of of manhood. That's kind of a, a conscious parenting. Yeah, that's beautiful, actually, a beautiful movement. Actually, we need those actually to create <laughs> to create a better world. So, um, so imagine yourself at 99 year old or more. Um, what are you most proud of in your life? Being a present father and a successful business owner that I have uh, helped uh, raise up the consciousness of, of the business owners in Mexico and in Latin America to go out of their comfort zone and, and to raise up to their greatness. Mm, that's beautiful. So, um, what would you say that you've learned 
from all your experience so far that you most want to transmit to others? Serve and create wealth. Serve and create wealth. Yeah, yeah. That's lo- I love that. <laughs> mm. so, um, so how do you keep yourself motivated when you actually, um, you know, when things are not going always as you want? Is there any tips that you have? Have a clear goals and do an exercise. Like, uh, like you cannot be depressed and run a 10K <laughs> at the same time. So my motivation, like I get out of the, of the, of this toxic mindsets, uh, with exercise and meditation. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Exercising and motivation and moti- uh, mo- a meditation is great actually to always get back to your roots and to mm-hmm. your core to, uh, yeah, that's great. So if your life was a film or a book, which title would that be? The man who overcome his fear. Okay. That's a beautiful title. Okay. So now finally, what is your definition of meaningful work, meaningful life? Do what you really love and have a purpose that is good for others. Mm, I love that. Have a purpose that is good for others. That's lovely. (laughs) Um, Any last piece of guidance that you would like to pass on to our listeners to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life? Keep going. I, I believe that the dreamers are the ones who need to step up and keep dreaming mm. and create this dream true. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, do you have some resources that you can share uh, for people if they are looking for some more resources to get to do some meaningful work and live a meaningful life? Yeah, I, uh, a lot of people like uh, Steve Chandler, uh, he has a beautiful book called Time Warrior. Uh, the other one, it's uh, called uh, The Prosperous Coach. And uh, one book that like actually changed my, my life, the, the, the book of Roger Hamilton called Win Can Grow Rich. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. So now how people can um, learn more about what you do, your work, and reach you if um, they want to? Uh, they can follow me in, uh, in Instagram as... as Coach Gabriel Uribe, or in my webpage that we're rebuilding, that it's uh, Coach Gabriel Uribe. Uh, everything is in Spanish right now, but well, in Instagram, <laughs> they translate everything. And mm-hmm. in LinkedIn, probably they can find me and, and have a translator there. But one of the things I have clients that, that they are in, uh, I, I do bilingual coaching, so it's... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Gabriel. It was a great pleasure actually <laughs> to have you on this show to talk about what you do and uh, how you also use your DealMaker profile to uh, really stay in flow and, you know, uh, build that conscious uh, leaders movement, actually. <laughs> it was a great pleasure. Thank you very much for your Thank time. Thank you. Bye. What are you committed to do today to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life? The show notes of this episode of Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life are available on my webpage, francinebelli.com slash podcast with all the references and resources shared on this show. Whilst you are there, leave me a message to tell me in the comments what was your key takeaway from this episode. 
If you enjoyed this podcast and want to show your love and support, subscribe to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app where you are listening to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It will take you a minute, but it will mean a lot to me and will also help me to spread this word and being found online. So thank you for listening to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empower you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I will see you next week for another epic episode of this season four. Until then, dream, act and make an impact. Lots of love.